0: The Money Show Shapeshifters Kurt van Sale is our Is the co-founder and partner at Knife Capital. Knife Capital is a venture capital firm. Before we get to venture capital and talk about what's happening in the world of venture capital, let's go back a little bit in history, Keert, if you can remember that far back, to Vereniging. Um That's where you grew up, on yeah. the banks of the Vale River.
1: It was fantastic, Bruce. Uh, good evening, everyone. That's why way I, I, I shaped my early, early uh, skills. Banks of the world, you know, skiing and, and doing stuff that one doesn't for anything and you can't talk about publicly on radio.
0: Okay, I, know, I understand. For anything, it was a bit of a wild town. I don't know what it's like now, but it was always quite adventurous. Um, from there to Stellenbosch, um, did you sort of get introduced to the mafia in Stellenbosch in those days or um, were you out of those particular circles?
1: You know, luckily, I um, yeah, so basically, I chose Stellenbosch because geographically it's the furthest university in South Africa from Vienna, so I knew I needed to get uh, escape. Um, you could have gone to UCT, but,
0: uh, UCT was slightly further, speak, but it was those days, yes. No, 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 but I couldn't speak English at the time,
1: so nice. um, so 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 I had to choose the Afrikaans universities. So, yes, I was in Simonsberg and um, not not quite Mafia, I managed to to avoid that, but a uh, fantastic. Um partners in, in business later on, like Bob Skinstad and Simonsberg, and those guys were at with me. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I struck it lucky there with some some credible co-investors.
0: Okay. So, I mean, the, the, those connections made at Stellenbosch, um, it's not the mafia stuff. It's simply good friends and business partners in later years. Because Bob Skinstad does still work with you, does he not? I think he's based in London uh, and runs your office there, or at least was a while back.
1: Yeah, no, we, we had a, a good run with the 12J stuff and um, family office investment via by, by the UK. So he went there. One of my other co-founders, Eben, um, you know, joined in the UK and, and gives us a good soft landing for um, companies wanting to expand internationally.
0: All right, we'll talk about that in, ju- in just a moment. From Zanobosch, you went into consumer goods. Procter & Gamble, I think, was your first stop off in a, on your career path.
1: Yeah, no, you've done your homework. So... It was fantastic. In fact, you know, if I if I look at the, the junctures of life, I, I often go back. It was such a great team. In finance at the at the highest levels. So I was a financial analyst at, at D, and um, you know, you could never knock the experience you get because they send you on leadership courses. You know, you travel the world, you meet uh, people from from all over. You know, different countries, and and they just basically create the environment for creative thinking. Share options and all the rest so uh, so yeah it was a fantastic uh, couple of years at, at png straight out of university.
0: And, and the value of that i mean yes it was fun and you got paid well and you maybe you built up a little bit of capital thanks to the share options but, but going into fast moving consumer goods which is what these big firms are um gives you i suppose a, a perspective on the world that very few other jobs would especially at a young age
1: yeah exactly i mean my, one of my first sort of accolades is I was part of a, a very small team launching um, Pantene, the hair care brand, into South Africa. So, so you know, what, what I as a venture capitalist know about, about hair care, specifically black hair care in South Africa, is, um, is, is, is quite phenomenal because you analyze these things with big budgets to the T. So, it's fantastic to have that experience.
0: Uh, from there to Investec, whereabouts in Investec did you work? It's a big place with lots of different jobs and lots of different departments and lots of different people.
1: No, actually, um, from from uh, there was a guy called Sean Freeman that worked with me at um, at at Procter and Gamble. He went to a, a, as an a financial analyst or investment analyst at the Southern Af- Africa Enterprise Development Fund, which was a hundred million US dollar fund investing in sub-Saharan Africa. He was the paper analyst i was the beauty analyst so he he was pampers (laughs) and um and and tampax and and those things i was oil of a lake clear assault and and those those beauty brands Um. so he went first and then they sort of got me to come over and and i thought well the difference between analyzing brands and analyzing private equity businesses is not that different and i knew to, to you know i'm a very much an africa optimist south africa optimist and i and i knew that I needed, you know, broader experience than just our country. So I, I sort of shaped my due diligence skills in uh, countries like Zambia and Mozambique and Zimbabwe and uh, Tanzania and you Namibia, know, uh, Botswana. Spent a year in Botswana, so I spent quite a quite a lot of time in, in specifically financial services, um, which I suppose you could now look at it maybe as fintech in, in the private equity fund um, out of Johannesburg, so Fricker Road, you know, the, where, where the PEs are, and then decided one day to. That you know, I think I, Stellenbosch sort of influenced me negatively or positively to want to come back to Cape Town. So I just basically one day decided I want to come back, and luckily joined Investec. So Investec Bank, private bank, and um, fantastic. Uh, you know, working with, with with great under great leaders, Mike Barr and um, Nick and and you know Gary, and just a fantastic team. That we um, was owner managed businesses. So as as you would know, Investec Bank is is very focused on the entrepreneurship element and and really look at an individual holistically in terms of your private balance sheet as well as what your you know entrepreneurial or your business balance sheet is. So I was luckily banking um, over lending to the entrepreneurs. So so as credit committee told me one one day, well this entrepreneur biting off more than he can chew. I was like, "Well, that's the definition of an entrepreneur." <laughs> we are going to approve this deal, so um, it was it was a good uh, interplay between uh, it, between uh, you know yeah. So that I was I was basically in the growth and acquisition finance division, banking entrepreneurs.
0: How did you come across Mark Shuttleworth? At what point did you connect with him? Because you ran a business for him, a venture capital business called Here Be Dragons. Um, soon after he made his um, mess- his his millions out of thought, the internet security business.
1: Yeah, I think the um, recruitment agent um, that that got me into the Investec um, job that knew I was I was quite particular about very interesting jobs, and and one of the the lists, you know, Investec as well. it's not often that one gets a position.
0: Oh, the line finally is collapsing on us. Yet, let's hold yeah. on to the Habby Dragon story. My producers in the break are going to get hold of you in a different way because it is doing what it likes to do from time to time. Uh, let's get Kit Fancell on a better line. Let's talk about Mark Shuttleworth. Let's talk about HBD. Let's talk about the shift to knife capital and what he does. I was at an event the other day and I watched Kit Fancell. Work a crowd. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody work a crowd quite the way he does. Why does he do it that way, and what does he glean from it? That question and more in a bit. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Talking to Kit Van Sale this evening. Apart that knife capital, how did you connect? Let's try this one again with Mark Shuttleworth, Kit. I
1: didn't know him from before. I just knew that you know, he was quite a legend, selling his early stage startup for 575 million dollars when he was in his early 20s um quite a legend going to space and all that stuff and setting up a vc fund so i thought you know i'm going to move to cape town that would be a good place to work and um yeah just the opportunity just came up and even van did my co-founder knife was um you know tasked to formalize the vc assets and the fund and they um yeah i mean my recruitment agent phoned and said hey interested in uh, in joining the shuttle team and i was like hell yeah
0: what what did that achieve i mean what impact did that have because it was very loud at one point and then i think that hpd then fold into into knife
1: yes exactly so we um you know you would recall that you know mark is very much into open collaboration open source software and exchange controls and, and controlling capital and stuff wasn't wasn't agreeing with him so much. Um, and at the time we fully invested fund 170 million rand fully invested fund 250 million rand at the time. And as we were raising the next fund, you know I, I don't know, somehow we, we came up with the idea of starting our own business and not working for him but working with him and taking HBD as our client. So we, we set up a venture capital fund management business. Um, <laughs> on the first of July, 2010, with the sound of Ubersalers and Soccer World Cup in our ears, and suddenly found ourselves with our own business and managing the Shuttleworth funds instead of working for him.
0: And uh, does that continue? Do the Shuttleworth funds still exist as a as a separate entity within uh, within Knife?
1: Y- yes, until 2018. So one of our big accolades and what we're most proud of as in in, in my career so far is that we proved that venture capital in South Africa can work more to ourselves, I guess, than, than to the institutional funders. Mm. But we had, we sold the whole fund. I mean, some, some companies didn't really work out, you know, most did. We had exits to, to, to Visa. We had exits to um, General Electric. And in 2018, we sold the last business with a bang to Uber Eats. So we gave a, massive return back to Mark and wrapped up the whole fund. But by then we had other funds under management. So that really helped us to get on our feet. And, um, and, and yeah, that was fantastic as a, a learning. And also just the way we w- appreciated the fact that we were entrepreneurial in our own right and not just happy to earn a salary for, for the rest of our lives. So it was very much collaborative and we still have, have contact. Obviously, a lot of people would want access to him. Some business plans are in his zone that we sent through and, and, and he sends us the overflow.
0: Uh, And it's wonderful that that relationship continues because he certainly has been a remarkable South African in terms of his continued. Uh, success knife capital what does it do it, 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 yes it's a it's a venture capital firm so you know you get a thousand people a year coming to you and saying hey kit i've got a new kind of butter knife and it spreads margarine and turns black if it's rotten could you please provide me with some money and you'd send them away and wait for a proper idea to come through the door um what uh, explain to me what your average day looks like
1: yeah, so Knife Capital is, is, is basically a South African-based, um, well, and London these days, venture capital business that uh, focus on innovation-driven ventures with proven traction. So what that means is the entrepreneurs already have to have some form of clients or revenue or some traction. It's very hard for us to, to, to look at it in at idea phase. And then we, our average day is just adding knowledge, networks, funding um, in that order to the business. You know, building a business is, is as hard as it's ever been and um, we help our, our portfolio of businesses build their businesses first and um, ultimately interesting things happen to, to businesses that, that that gain scale. So, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, essentially, for anybody who doesn't understand what venture capital is, it's like Dragon's Den Without the music, the drama, um, and the thirty-second pitch, it's it's a bit more in depth yeah. than that. But <laughs> but it's that idea. The Dragon's Den is encapsulates what you know the, the sort of the ethos, perhaps, um, of, of of what venture capital does.
1: Yeah, I think that gives a, a nice sort of glamour and theatrics to it. But basically, yes, the short version is equity funding. So it's not loans or, or, you know, it's basically becoming a 10% or 20% minority stake partner in the business. So we always want the entrepreneurs to own as much of the business as they can, as uh, contradictory as that sounds. And, and basically we take a board seat. We, we basically become just another partner in the business to help, help grow. But the the cool thing is we buy our partnership in with, you know, a a few million rands and, and that money goes towards growth. So we, we put the money into the business, and we use then that money predominantly for product development, marketing, internationalization. So Knife Capital, we specialize really in finding some awesome South African innovations, um, as, as you would put it, genius, uh, smart ideas that want to go global. <laughs> and, um, and we help them go global with, with, with capital and, and some tricks that we've learned along the last uh, 15 years of being in the game.
0: It's actually. I'm trying to ask the parents of the Brady Bunch who their favourite child is, but who is the favourite in your stable, or the most remarkable, or the most interesting in your stable?
1: Yeah, that is is definitely an unfair question. So, I think I'll I'll, I'll rather answer it with favourites in the ecosystem, which is not only Knife Capital Stable. So, you know, we like education technology, so Snaplify and, and and D6 Education. So that's involved in educational content really um textbooks etc marketplace as well as educational software we've got data profit in our portfolio which is a business that's involved in machine learning and ai for manufacturing so they help the mercedes benzes of the world etc to 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 minimize scrap you know by by looking at various factors that humans there's just too many variables for humans you know stone three technologies is involved in in uh, um, workplace health and sa- safety for the mining industry that's all sort of our portfolio but if you look broader you look at clicker tell you know peter de Villiers and the guys yeah. mobile chat commerce i mean they just raised 91 million dollars i mean that's just fantastic and the work that peter does at Simadisa and uh, the SA startup act etc is just fantastic aerobotics which is you know a couple yeah. of the the other vcs that's involved in that which is involved in um, you know agri-tech and they've done particularly one. Well, Kandua, one of ours, and then sweep south, which is basically marketplace, or or we take domestic workers and artisans and and gig working economy and, and give them legitimately and, and, and I mean, that box cross sentiment th- analysis so yeah it's
0: fantastic you know but uh, we because we, a lot of people sort of sit in the doom and gloom of the daily news flow and go oh woe is me we are doomed it's the end of the world and in some respects i, I fully understand why people feel as apprehensive about the future as they do because there's a lot that's wrong but just that shortlist that you gave us now, or you rattled off now, um, suggests to me that there's an awful lot that goes right on a daily basis that we don't pay nearly sufficient attention to.
1: We, we do not. You know, we had last week, we 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 raising a new new $50 million um, fund, you know, for entrepreneurs. And we had an international investing team coming to do their due diligence. And we took them on the roadshow between some of our portfolio companies as well as some of the companies we've exited and um, some some pipeline deals you know some companies we want to invest in and they really were i don't know if it's an insult to south africa or a compliment but they were blown away by the awesome technologists and the positive stories that we have you know and i was like well what did you expect not to find that here you know so so i do think you're right i mean it is hard building businesses so i'm I'm not gonna you know this is not a glamour job this is going and slogging out growth but at the end of the day the 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 businesses and the entrepreneurs and the energy that we have access to yeah i think if, if someone had to spend a, a week in, in our chairs they would be very positive about where south africa is going but ultimately we need to unlock that uh, innovation job creation and growth so we can foster innovation encourage high growth businesses and create job create jobs at scale you know and for us it starts with our grindstone accelerator it starts with our it goes to our series a funds and then Towards expansion funds, and it's fantastic.
0: Uh, you say it's not. You say it's not glamorous, but I did watch you with a fair degree of interest as an event recently, and I watched you yeah. work. It wasn't a room; it was a big open space of a couple of thousand people. You got to a lot of people. Uh, you chatted to a lot of people. Yeah. You pressed a lot of flesh. Have you been to sort of networking school? Do you see that as a as a critical skill?
1: Not really. I do see. Um, staying true to yourself and being authentic as a as a critical school. So I, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, you, you need to get out there and partner and get to know the entrepreneurs. If you sit behind your Dragon's Den desk and wait for business plans to flow in, you are going to get the B list. But if you if you if you really go in and well, I don't like the word network, but you know, just make friends in the industry, help them raise funding, et cetera, et cetera. And we I mean you as as well. I mean I did. Can, can connect people and make a difference. And it's our, it's our sort of burden of responsibility to do so.
0: Kiel van Sael, lovely chat. Thank you so much for coming through for us this evening. Co-founder and partner at Knife Capital. What an interesting career he is having um, and enjoying and making a huge difference in the world of helping businesses grow and reach their fullest possible potential.